10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Oh, oh man, huh, hello there, welcome to Are We Friends? I... <laughs> Get through it, what are you doing? Keep going though. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, hello there. <laughs> Scared me. Welcome to Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I'm your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show <laughs> where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. It's a heavy debate today. <laughs> We're not <laughs> starting out strong. So this week, we're talking about one of my interests or at least the beginning <laughs> of one of my interests. Did you almost forget whose interest it was? One of my interests. I'm going to say Taylor or something like that. <laughs> and what we're talking about today is philosophy. Um, I have been in school for far too long and so have read a lot of philosophy. <laughs> and it's usually as people who want to stretch out their school careers end up doing. Um, so, to be fair, in my old company, we used to call this lifelong learners. That's really cute. That's <laughs> such a code word, and I love it. That's such a code word. No, no, we, we it. meant it. As a, it's usually not people that uh-huh. are still in school. It's just people who like <laughs> learning, but you know, whatever. People who like do other stuff, but also yeah. learn at the same time. But specifically, because philosophy is a little bit too big, just too big Pretty to talk broad. about in 45 yeah. minutes thoroughly, um, we are going to be reading... <laughs> Well, we did read for today the first bit of philosophy We're that I ever it read. Aloud. <laughs> we shall be starting in the original Greek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <kill me. laughs> but no, I, so today I asked I asked the boys to read uh, a platonic dialogue called the Mino. It's the oh, thank first. Thank God I read the right one. <laughs> I'm glad you clicked on the file I sent Ooh. you. I I'm happy I made sure to not say the name of it until you said it first, so I knew how it was pronounced. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is Mino. Uh, I'm going through my head text going, change that, change that, change that pronunciation. That's yeah, no, wrong, I, that's wrong. I've read it every time as Meno, and I'm like, you know yep. that's fucking wrong, yep. but I also couldn't figure <laughs> out what was right. Um, so his name in Greek is actually Menon, uh, like somewhere between A and E. Uh, it's <laughs> M, Eta, Nu, uh, Omega, Nu, I think is how you spell it in Greek. So it's like, it's pretty close if you want, if you want to say Meno. Mena. We say it Mino in English. For typically. the record, <laughs> at St. John University, Taylor learned college. how to. St. John's College? College. Yeah, yeah. St. John's University is a Catholic college in New York City. St. John's oh, I didn't college, know that was the I distinction with my, the name. Mm-hmm, yeah, and St. John's College, um, where I started my undergrad degree, and until and then I finished it elsewhere. Um, but sorry, Hari, you were saying. Learned how to read and write ancient Greek, which is... Why he he's a verified expert on these types of things. Well, expert for our yes. level of for, for, for us for, for all intents and purposes. We, yes. we, we are a two-factor authentication for this right now. If you need it, like <laughs> if you guys will be my human captures, then I Absolutely. am an expert. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I can so tell I, you in this picture there are no lamp posts. <laughs> I figured I'd start with a little bit of. Um, like kind of telling everybody how like what my relationship to philosophy is like you know, historically educationally personally and then kind of talk about what i asked you guys to do because i think prefacing what we're doing today might 
might make this whole process easier on the ears of probably could help yeah people who have their earbuds in right now so we don't sound like charlie brown teachers yeah because it's it, wah, 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 wah. and i i have never taken a philosophy 101 <laughs> course this? in my life um i did i did i i didn't i i went to state school after i went to a school specifically designed for the great book so like i never had to do the this is what virtue means you know Whoa. sort of class <laughs> yeah sorry calling out everyone has ever taught a philosophy 101 course um it's a lot of shots so fired my, I was yeah. They pulled the mortar. You just set that shit up and just went. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. For the record, so I, I did take at least one philosophy course while I was originally at university, and then I the history of psychology was largely philosophy as it led up into research. Oh yeah, Freud has. Uh, if you look at like the tri, the tri section of the of well of the mind that Freud talks about, id, ego, superego, it very much resembles what Plato talks about in the Republic between like the divine part, the human part, and the spirited part of the soul, or sorry, the animal spirited and divine part of the soul. Um, you see, you see a lot of like where Freud gets his ideas from from philosophy. So Honestly, that makes a lot of sense to me, Freud's id, superego, ego bullshit. The best thing that's that that <laughs> that's has ever done. <laughs> For anyone, we'll say particularly me, in addition, yeah, culture, fair, but for me, has been providing the last stage to the I have no mouth and I must scream video game. Yes, yes. Sorry, you want to gloss that for me who has not played this game? Oh, that's so good. Uh, It's in the game you play as like all the different characters from the story and they each have their own like campaign basically, but then at the end, they all play inside of am's mind which is separated into those three beans mm. and it's it's awesome but uh i wrote a very 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 long paper on that i guess short for you but for me well, the I mean, longest paper i've ever written <laughs> it was we talking like a for standard you, 10 a page pamphlet. paper like a 10 page end of it was like undergrad it, was class the, paper. it was in the teens upward of 20 Damn, pages. i mean that's pretty much the the length of paper that i write for a lot of my graduate seminars is yeah it was like 15 the, to 25 pages no yeah it was, but it was like for the whole course you know but that's so that sounds awesome and i really want to read that paper oh well, it's not um, good well you know fuck we're, it, it we're talking we're talking big old margins font we're, we're all talking <laughs> i think am was this yeah. way because and Aerial, i agree that he was. size 13 <laughs> whenever one and i half inch margins yeah whenever i can to make the smallest point i will spend as much time exactly. describing something from the video <laughs> Please tell me it doesn't begin with the history of philosophy. (laughs) One can go back to (laughs) since the dawn of time. Okay, so I'm going to call out every student that I've ever had. Oh Uh, my god, (laughs) I've read a lot of their papers. I I teach under. Part of my graduate degree is teaching undergrads, Um, and so I have the absolute pleasure of grading some of their assignments. And so many of them do begin with uh, either the title "What is Love." Great. Just, Excellent. I'm glad that Excellent. you are going to correct the you know, 3,000 years of Western philosophy and even right longer now. of Eastern philosophy just right now for me in a page and a half with size 14 <laughs> font against what the rubric says. Very excited to hear this. Or uh, they begin with, many people have spoken about the nature of love or something like that. Or many people have waxed poetically and like, huh, a thesaurus came into just, this writing process. Just, just, so, you know, just you. so you know, I am firmly in the second category. That's exactly how I would start. <laughs> no, I don't. There's I wouldn't. Like, no, I don't. There has been a lot of talk about blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know. I don't like doing that. I like this, the thesaurus shit. And I always operate strictly within the constraints of the rubric. So you tell me, you tell me the oh, yeah. max font size I can use. I know. We're I, using yeah. it. 
yeah, but yeah. not one oh. point more. For all of us who are listening <laughs> and still have to write papers, uh, if you use the font Georgia uh, to the untrained eye, it looks almost identical to Times New Roman, yet takes up a lot more space. So if you turn Ooh. in your assignment in a PDF format, they will not be able to check that oh, unless damn. they literally take a ruler to it. So you're welcome, slackers. But then you're dealing with a psycho, and you've known that since the beginning. Really of your class, good. Also, so. I hope you know that there is some chance that your students will find this podcast, Taylor. And that's I why I have so. said no names. <laughs> and there are students which I really did like. I really did like a lot of my students, and the rest of them could be grade grubbing monsters. Heart, yeah, they'll know because they wrote the nature of. Many have waxed poetic on the nature of. Love. You also said well, a lot of them started with "What Is Love" as their title. And okay, statistically, if any, also I you would find be it so surprised by how many people gave me that title that it is actually not <laughs> an identifier. Anyway. No, 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 no. But I'm saying statistically, that means that it is more likely for one of them to find this podcast and then be like, "Oh my god, my shame." He's talking about yeah, yeah. Then I want to just remind my previous students in genres two, two, two that you should not have started your paper that way. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have come to office hours, which none of you ever did. That's fair. He told us about that. Shame, shame on you. That's 100% You're listening fair. to this? Go to office hours shame. if you're having any sort of issues. But Absolutely to, go to office hours. To bring us back in, what we're talking about to today- To start us. <laughs> is Plato's Mino. Um, so Plato- wrote a variety of dialogues uh, that's he didn't write just treatises like this is what i think about the nature of reality instead he kind of theatrically did it in these scripts like backs and forths um and so these dialogues is what comprises the beginning frankly of the western philosophical tradition alfred north whitehead uh, who is a 20th century philosopher uh, to paraphrase him says that like the best and most honest characterization of western philosophy is that it consists of a set of footnotes to Plato. So I thought like this one, this dialogue, Mino being pretty short would be a good place to start. So yeah, I, no, first ta- thing I wanted well, to ask. Before you continue Taylor, one of the things I yeah. looked up that I remember from like introductory philosophy courses that mm-hmm. may be beneficial to people that have not participated in one of those. Uh, would you mind explaining very succinctly the relationship between Socrates, Plato and Aristotle? Yes. Um, it's actually. Is, I mean, I'm no. saying I'm saying for people not interested in philosophy, yeah. you know, just like so. Super the basic fat. the basic story is, Socrates was a guy. He was ugly and fat, and he <laughs> went around <laughs> Athens a bunch, and he bothered people by talking to them. <laughs> this is all and accurate. So one far. of the people that followed him around, watching him bug people and talk at them, was a young boy whose nickname was Plauton, means Plato, means broad shouldered. He was a good wrestler. And he was a playwright, and Did he, he met Socrates. Oh yeah, these are these are these are some of my. I'm adding a couple of anecdotes. When Plato met Socrates, he burnt every play he ever wrote and dedicated his life to philosophy. So aggressive. And he wrote philosophical little dialogues with Socrates as a character for the rest of his life. And then Plato opened a school at which Aristotle uh, was a student. Uh, this. School was called the Academy, and then Aristotle would later open what's called a Lyceum. Um, Aristotle has been used for the last 2,000 years to substantiate a lot of Christian doctrine. So if you're a Christian, some of these ideas might actually sound fairly familiar. So that's the basic lineage. Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. And as I understand it, we don't have any writings directly from Socrates. All the writings come from Plato, like... Talking about, yeah, Socrates is a character in those. There right? are um, 
we do not have Socrates never wrote anything down. In fact, there's a whole dialogue about how he (laughs) did not like writing things down and he thought it was a bad thing to write things down. Um, He insisted on the dialogue, like talking. That's the only way to come to truth for Socrates. So we have nothing by Socrates, but we do have a couple of accounts of a guy named Socrates existing. He was in the war. He was in the, the Persian war. And he was, um, there's a couple of historians, I think Xenophon talks about him, uh, who is a Greek historian, uh, talks about him. So we do have like secular sources to kind of substantiate. But that is a question in philosophy, like, hey, did this fucking guy Socrates actually exist? Right. Or is it just a character that Plato came up with? And that's called the Socrates problem. Cool. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to use Socrates' name a lot because he's in the dialogue, but it was written by yeah. Plato. That's something I had to keep reminding myself of. Yeah. Also, also known as uh, Socrates, if you've watched the absolute classic I Bill and read it. <laughs> I read it as Socrates every <laughs> single goddamn time because of that movie. Good, because you're so correct. Good. Also, one of my favorite moments of that is that that, that fucking goddamn of that excellent adventure uh, it was just like <laughs> taking the dust. Like we're all just like dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> Since Socrates is just what. <laughs> And it is so much the I'm high in my dorm room understanding of Socrates. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. I, I looked at the first paragraph of my philosophy 101 textbook, and it's it's delightful. I love it. It's okay. super funny. And I want to slow you down so much, though. So please continue. So uh, Mino is a dialogue uh, about virtue, and it begins. And this is I'm gonna we're gonna try not to read a lot of this to you, uh, but it begins with this. Mino comes up to Socrates and he says. Can you tell me, Socrates, can virtue be taught, or is it not teachable but the result of practice, or is it neither of these, but men possess it by nature or in some other way? And real fast, by the so way, they're actually yeah. in Mino's home, right? And Socrates is there visiting, and this is where the conversation's happening. Uh, so Mino is a Thessalian, so he is visiting Athens at the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily in Mino's home, because we aren't given a specific place okay. where this dialogue yeah. happens. But, by the way, Mino definitely playwright, he drops no stage direction, no setting, no nothing. That's the first line of dialogue. Yeah, so, He's yeah. just like, fuck you, we're getting and That's one of the things I was trying to figure out. So Mino has at least one of his, his, uh, his boys with him. <laughs> not his family several, friend yes. uh, his family friend Anitas yeah no, so if, if anything he has slaves with he him has, because he's slaves. a rich dude yeah. like they, they travel with him yeah he has people of his house yes with him well which would not be uncommon for like if you're wealthy and for, traveling visiting, of course yeah, you, exactly. you know you bring your enslaved entourage okay so they're in the street that that makes <laughs> by the way sense. that was the worst prequel to entourage ever <laughs> was enslaved entourage <laughs> So either they're in the street or they they might be in the home of Anitas, um or no, because he shows up Anutas. halfway through. He does. He doesn't show up halfway <laughs> through, but he it's clear that he's been there the whole time, which is something that Plato will do a lot. Like, hey, what do you think, Glaucon, who is just happens doesn't to he, be here? Doesn't he say, "Oh, Camera lucky for us"? Slowly pans to the person who's been there for the past hour. <laughs> so I thought his name was something cool, like Anitas, not Anita. Um. So with. With transliteration, there's always a bit of like ambiguity. If you want to pronounce it anitus or anitus, like do it. Like, I, yeah, because uh, the U.S. is a Latinization of the original Greek, and then we transliterated that. If you are to do okay. like a proper transliteration, it would always end in O.S. Uh, if you were doing it straight from the Greek, because upsilon sigma is not a way that Greek names end; it's a way that Roman names end. Um, so you know, do whatever you fucking want, because this guy, our translator, is GMA Grube. 
He clearly used the Latin form, so fuck it. Cool. No one's going to correct you. No one's going to get offended. He's been dead for two and a half centuries, two and a half millennia. I was going to say, if this is the episode that gives us a bunch of comments and it's all just fucking Latin and Greek nerds going, you pronounce this wrong, you pronounce that wrong, that's actually this pronunciation, I would love it but I would go to scream really loud in the next episode. Oh, <laughs> my God. I follow a bunch of classicists on Twitter, and there are some like, oh, no, I yes. want to be aggressive and like decolonize the classics, and the rest of them are still just old, wicked British headmasters <laughs> who are just like <laughs> evil to their core. All right, and all right. Being, you, know, you heard it, boys. Tighten up. Straighten up. Let's keep it, let's keep it, full. Let's keep yep. it good and clean for these, these classical out, folks. Back straight. All right. So the first thing I wanted to ask you guys was, what'd you think? Uh, and well, before that, have you guys ever read Plato before? No, I'd read some Aristotle, but otherwise, I had not read any Plato. I literally don't remember what I haven't haven't read. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. In that case, coming at it fresh or unbeknownstly, unbeknownstly, mm-hmm. basically fresh. fresh. We'll call it fresh. Yeah. What'd you guys basically think? Basically fresh. What'd you guys think of? Uh, what'd you guys think of this dialogue? I did not love it. Honestly, uh, hey, Plato, surprised. it is okay to put someone's name down for a short aside. Don't do that goddamn dash thing. Oh, my it God. It took me a quarter uh, no, of no, the no, paper okay. to realize what was that's happening. That's, 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 that's the translator. That's not Plato. Okay, okay, okay that's fair, translator. Fair. Jesus Christ. What we're, what we're talking about, for anybody listening, there's a lot of Socrates talking. And if Mayno... With small confirmations from... Mino, 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 Mino. Okay. And so Thank they you. do like at the end of a long Socrates thing, they'll do a double hyphen and then Mino saying like, it's yeah, M dash, M dash. Yeah. And then Mino and will be like, like yeah. yes, I do or something like really simple. Yeah. But for we've been trained to like there. It looks mostly like a play where it has the name and then yeah. what they're saying so it's it was very difficult to get in the habit of it, it seemed like socrates was making a series of asides to himself where he was self where he was agreeing with himself and i'm like how does this guy just not leave like i get that ev- why socrates died because he sounds like an yeah, asshole but fair, that, that, that was an issue of yeah, the no, translators yeah, okay, that's a translator thing sorry so, Plato. for everyone who doesn't know socrates famously was killed um, by, at the Athenian court for a couple of things. One, uh, worshipping false gods. Uh, two, corrupting the youth. And I forget what the third thing is he's killed for. But there's a, there's another platonic dialogue called the Apology, where it's like the dramatization of his trial. And I give you two guesses about how Socrates treated his own trial to be put to death. <laughs> did he say like, hey, I'll tone it down a bit? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar he did not. He said, in fact, in fact, he said, I have done such a good service to this city that I think it should be the ruling of the court that you pay me for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just bold facedly. Just, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. (laughs) And maybe we should come back to that after we. Points right at Plato as he does it. Yeah. We should probably talk about this a little bit more before. Yeah, because yeah, I can yeah. riff on that for a bit. But oh yeah, it's pretty um, <laughs> so the gist of the Mino, as we said before, is that it, it it's determining what virtue itself is. So Mino gives a pretty reasonable answer. Um, you know, he says there are several virtues, like the virtue of a man as a head of a household is one thing. The virtue of a woman is one thing. The virtue of a master is one thing. The virtue of a slave is another thing. And Plato gives this wonderful Socrates. Uh, sorry, Socrates. Thank you. Uh, gives this um, wonderful answer. Uh, which is pretty famous, and it's like, oh, what luck I am in right now. I, uh, he's yeah, <laughs> such a sarcastic <laughs> asshole. It's Socrates. Yeah, he does. He is. Uh, oh God, he is very, 
very funny. Um, and he says, uh, I'm in luck. I asked for one virtue and you gave me the swarm. But I ask you, are bees different in relationship to size? Or are they different, in fact, in terms of them all being bees? And Mino falls for the trap and he says, well, you know, bees aren't any different in terms that they're bees. They're bees. And he goes, cool. I want the same thing for virtue. What is yeah. virtue <laughs> itself? And they go through a couple of rounds of that couple of rounds and they try to come to like what is virtue and can it be taught uh is so the gist I of would, what this dialogue's about tell me if, if you think this is inappropriate but i would like to split this into two halves basically the yes. first half being mino asks the question about whether virtue can be taught and socrates first tries to get him to explain what virtue actually what is. is and the second half he says like all right we can't get to the bottom of that Without knowing really what virtue is, can we decide if it can be taught or not? Would, would you consider that I, I fair? Think that's a, yeah. Uh, if we subdivide that second section to like section 2A and 2B, where like, yep, virtue can be taught and no virtue can't be taught. Sure. Um, but yeah, I like that division very much. And I think yeah. that's pretty much how the dialogue goes. Yeah, just because yeah. the way you explained it was mostly like the first half stuff. And I would like to start there. Um, but I don't love Bino's descriptions of what virtue is. I don't love the way socrates comes at him and like i started to think about this so like <laughs> so think of, i don't no, no. appreciate your aggression bro you're really <laughs> so the way i started reading it was as if they're at a party socrates is wasted and mino is sober and waiting for his uber <laughs> You know? So before you continue, historically, one of the myths of Socrates is that he he could not get drunk. He There was something about him. He yeah, could drink and drink sure. and drink and drink all night. Well, that's what happened in the symposium, which is another dialogue where he outdrinks everybody, yeah. everybody at the party, and then finishes his speech and is like, okay, well, I'm done drinking. Let's go. Did the Greeks uh, never think that maybe they've never seen him sober? You know what? It didn't actually you know come up. It didn't come up. <laughs> yeah. Like, just be an alcoholic, so they've never, like... Because, you know, you may be a little bit of an expert on ancient Greek, but we're both experts on drinking, and we... <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell yeah, I've you... I've heard that one before. This is classic oh. wasted behavior. This is... Oh, yeah. Oh, and I love that. Like, no, trust me, dude. Like, I don't even really get that drunk. Like, I just yeah, watched like... you shotgun four <laughs> beers in a row. If you're saying you're okay to drive right now, There's you're no... done. <laughs> Jackass. And then he would go. He would go. But what is driving? Is that really the point? And he'd be like, "Oh my God, sorry, just fine. Well, Take the keys. Fuck is you. Is the get law here. necessarily against driving, <laughs> or is the law against being caught while like, no, you <laughs> asshole, I'm taking your keys before you finish that sentence, Socrates. And, and the way that Plato always lists Socrates as speaking is he he does very little telling you know how things are and a whole lot of just questioning. That's where like the Socratic yeah. method comes from, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of just asking questions and he acts as if oh i'm just like asking questions to find out more but they're fucking the most leading questions i've ever heard in my yes. life yes yeah it's, yes and later it's at, at yes. some point in it he, he's a liar yeah he, he starts to absolutely say, like, is leading him like he makes this whole big point of saying that people can't be taught things they can only recollect things from some land we'll beyond. get into that in a hot second but yeah yeah and, yeah. It, and so, it, it's because he teaches something to one of uh, Mino's boys, Mino's slaves, slaves. I should stop saying boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say boys. I'm like, are we? I mean, we're three slaves. We're stuck here. Yeah. Uh, he teaches him something by only asking him questions. 
And he's like, he I didn't them te- how to. I didn't teach that to him though. I only asked questions, and so he I obviously remembered he it because I didn't yeah. tell him anything. I only asked questions, and I'm like, that is complete and utter horseshit. <laughs> and I, I picked this dialogue one because it's short, and two because it has that exact scene in it. Um, so Mino makes the the challenge, like, well, how can you find out anything? Because if you already know it, you can't find out because you already know it. And if you, you don't, don't know, how do you know what you're looking for? Like, how do you come to new truth? And mm-hmm. Socrates, rather than like combating what he says, says, well, obviously we don't learn anything because oh. the soul itself <laughs> is immortal. And the soul has spent time as being a human being and not being a human being because it is immortal. It must know all things. It's seen everything in heaven and on earth. So if that's true, all that knowledge is, is the recollection of what the soul already knows. And I can prove this. And that's what Jorge was just describing is how he proves that you're not actually taught new stuff. You just remember what your soul already knew, but you're physically like forgot. Yeah. And it's a geometry thing, but yeah, we don't, I don't think we really need to get into all that. No. Okay, dude, can we not get into that? Because I fully admit, and I think it's because like somebody wasn't there drawing out and pointing at the line. Like you had to look through the footnotes stuff. I had the hardest time dealing with his questions of like, is this the two foot? And like, and by so we have this, the two foot line, does this make the well, half? Like and I'm like, the, oh my God, what? And I just like, it, I, I well, just it boils down skimming to really fast in a, in a square where each side is two yeah. units long. The area is four. And so mm-hmm. if each side is four units long. He says like, shouldn't the area be eight since it's twice as long? And he's like, yeah. Because he's a slave and doesn't... Because he doesn't understand. Yeah, and he's like, no, <laughs> you Socrates idiot. does the correct. <laughs> it should obviously yeah. be 16 <laughs> more times. Yeah. Um, and he teaches all that by questioning him only. And it's... But he's still... He's, that's, eventually, still that's still teaching. Like, I don't... I, don't, I know. He's, he's I know. teaching a different way. <laughs> but eventually, um, like, he does get the slave to make a square that is twice the size of the original square by using the diagonal. Um... Yeah, which is because he had already of, split it up into smaller squares. Just add as many smaller squares and twice as many smaller squares. It would have been fine. You didn't even need to teach him about diagonals. But you, you realize you can't even talk about that story without using the word teaching. Like, well, I mean, Socrates okay. would disagree because he spends a lot of time saying, "Did I teach him anything?" And Mino's like, "I." Uh, uh, I, I don't guess think so. not. Like, I, like, guess, I don't yeah. recognize that as TV. You I can tell you why. Anything. You got him to answer the question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like That's because Mino was obviously hid by a rock when he was a child. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so Mino's, Mino's name in Greek uh, comes He's from... hit by a, a rock. Verb. Yeah, it comes from a verb <laughs> a meaning to remain or like to be steadfast, oh. which is a really polite way of saying like you're too stupid to like get new stuff. <laughs> So his name, well, which is like the connotation that it kind of takes in this dialogue, but it it's, uh, it means literally like to remain or to be steadfast. I did. I did. So Socrates has his own fucking flaws with the, I didn't fucking teach him. I just asked him a bunch of questions and then let him into the answers to it. Um, I mean, is like, he problems wrong? There's, no, no. But yes. like the idea, I appreciate his one argument about the, when Mino is like, yo, you just fucking body everybody with your stupid questions and then you make everybody fucking perplexed and you don't actually answer like a goddamn that. thing. No. You're annoying. And he's like, okay, first of all, I'm not going to fall into this name calling game because I know you just want me to call you something. I'll like draw you a oh, picture that you like. I love, I love <laughs> the reason I chose this translation. Um, so the other, the, the one that people read if they just Google 
um, Plato is they find the Ben Jowett translations, which came about the twenty in the turn of the century, and okay. Ben Jowett really skirts over any time that people are being gay. And goddamn, the Greeks <laughs> love to be gay. Just... And there's so much fun that Socrates has. Like, oh, you coy minx, you just wanted me to compliment you. you. Like, you Socrates like, is like just... dangerously flirty all the time. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I chose this translation because they, he does like the translator group does do the flirty shit for that exact reason. Sorry, Brian. But which is so bizarre. Well, which is so bizarre about his I didn't teach him anything because he basically like his arg his counter argument to that is. I, as the uh, torpedo fish, I think it is, that numbs everything. It's yeah, like, it's an electric ray as a torpedo yeah, fish. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, he's basically like, yeah, I do that, and everyone is better for it because they all go look for the knowledge that they realize they don't have instead of just, and I love that he just shits on Mino. He's like, instead of just being a guy who can sit there and make speeches on something he thinks he knows about, and it turns out he doesn't. But, like, that argument of I'm not just perplexing people, I'm perplexing people to show them what to look like that they can look for stuff and find things and be better for it and yes the bizarre thing is with the slave there he makes that argument he goes yeah uh he probably is better for it and it's like yeah that means you taught him something and you showed him that he didn't like yeah and i think know that's what he knew so. i think that is the only real and valid argument he makes the entire time is saying that him perplexing people is not a bad thing that it is like beneficial oh. I, think I is, would think, but here, I, here yeah. we're getting into why the philosophical tradition is born out of Plato and, to an extent, Socrates. Mm -hmm. Is because, yeah, you should be confused and continue to like ask yeah. questions and figure out new ways to explain this. Because one of these ways, you know, we might get somewhere. Agreed, and I, I just want to, yeah, and I, I realize that like that being a very large part of what I do in everyday life is like continuing to question things I've heard comes eventually from there and i respect that and i agree there's like just like with uh, freud there's great cultural significance to it you know but some some of these things like to the very fact that they're spending this long talking about what virtue is it's like virtue is a word that y'all made up to define whatever you want it to define it doesn't mean anything like so um the one of the confusions is the the, the kind of connotations of the word yeah virtue in greek which is the word arete um, because in the same way, it's not only just your like beatitude virtues, like you know, truth, justice, and all that, but it also the means way. like the virtue of a saw is to cut. Like that, the purpose of a thing is to cut. Like that which mm. makes the thing the thing is the virtue of the yeah. thing. Like in the we so still it's, say it's this virtue in more like purpose, not like it's both virtuous in, in and Greek, virtuous. It's, it's an it's it, more all encompassing than yeah. in the same way that we kind of use it in both ways in English. It is always like an am ambiguity in Greek. That's why uh, they had to have this stupid fucking conversation. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a little bit more because they don't because they don't just like lock it down. Like, all right, what what version of arete do you mean it in this way? Do you mean it in that way? And they're kind of like just no, and always like it's the thing itself. I, that one well, thing that we use yeah, the one but word. But then for. I I still think it's kind of ridiculous that you would come want to come to an exact definition of, of what a word. Because I mean, if you understand language at all, you know like. Granted, he didn't have that kind of research back then to be able to understand <laughs> the language the in the way that I'm talking about. Uh, my idea would still be like it'd be better if you talked about, you know, like, tell me exactly what your definition of virtue is so that we can get to the, the teaching part of it and not just continuously he, try so, to disprove his... Well, I guess he's doing that. Like, one of the things that him, happens it's, it's, here yeah. um, 
is the same idea, what is virtue, is revisited in a later dialogue. So Plato eventually comes up Mino with his idea. Electric Boogaloo. Pretty much. Um, it, the pl- Platonic philosophy is determined by the forms. The idea is our world is kind of a shadow, um, an imperfect world where things you know this is tall but it's not tall in comparison to that it would be short in comparison to that and so things are compared to other things are all different things and we use all these words but there is a realm of perfection there are things itself like when we call something beautiful it's because there is beauty itself that doesn't exist in our material world but there is beauty itself and things which are beautiful as we can consider them like partake of beauty itself so Mm. these things are called the ados the forms and so what 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 we see Socrates sort of like getting to here is that there is virtue itself of which all of these things partake of virtue. And our only confusion is because we have to kind of muddle through our evidence of the forms yeah, yeah, but like, in the material world. Sometimes he, I, Again, but that's that's an explanation. Yeah, well, because one of the things that bothers me is a lot of times the way they try to define what virtue is is by using words like good. And then it's like, what does good mean? Well, Socrates has a problem with that too. Well, he doesn't mention it in this one. And I'm working on a very limited... Yeah, he does. He mentions problems with the word good? He mentions uh, not with, well, you've defined me a word with another word, and so the word yeah. itself is what I have issue with. What he says is like, well, no, if virtue is also justice and also beauty and also good, well, these things are partaking of the whole. But I want to know what all, if all these things inform what virtue is, I want to know what virtue itself is, which is oh, no, I see informed what by all these things. I, I see what Jorge's issue is. And he, I see what I, Jorge's issue is, too, but I'm trying to use the language of Plato because it yeah. is strange like no, how I'm, these two arguments like run parallel to each other but very rarely intersect. Yeah, it's like one of the lines of questioning he does with <laughs> Mino uses good and bad as if they are words with absolute definitions. Maybe for... I See, that's my, my struggle there is, and I don't know for sure, but... It sound it feels like there is already a there was like a prequel to Mino that was like yo here's what's good and here's what's bad because <laughs> it, like it sounds like that's what they're working off of yeah but I mean by um, Socrates' what, logic we they couldn't have possibly come up with an exact definition for it for it that makes absolute sense well so here's the thing um, you're assuming that Socrates believes that it, through words themselves that you can get to the exact understanding of a word. Instead, I think like what we have to do is continually like describe and what is not virtue, mm-hmm. and then you you get what virtue is. Uh, we have that allegory of the cave and okay. the plate in the Republic, right, where you you suddenly like come to an understanding of what the forms are. Like he, so because he, he is, he, I don't think he's ever comfortable with any definition that's set down. We kind of end with irresolution, right, and just uh, we end God. with the idea like you know what. It's- the gods. Oh. If the gods are so good, they just it's give you just, what virtue is, and you might have some divine shit, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, and the reason being is that you know, good people have bad sons, and bad yeah. people have good sons, so it oh, can't be I get teachable. The lo- I actually 100 percent get the logic inside of the dialogue. Yeah. I just love that the conclusion is like it's probably some gods or some shit. Who cares, man? Like it's fine. Just and that's <laughs> the way that every Platonic dialogue ends. It never ends with resolution. It always ends with either a myth or some sort of irresolution. Yeah, I mean, okay. I. That brings me to one of my other points that is that to me totally makes sense. If he under like if his belief is that you cannot actually come to the pure definition of virtue with words alone, that's like that happens a lot of Buddhism. Like I'm totally behind that one hundred percent in modern day thought, you know, like one totally behind totally, that. yeah. Except for that, then why is he such an asshole from the beginning and not willing to tell anybody, like, hey, I just don't think we actually can define this. 
here's uh, why. Because the point, first, though. I no, think, no. I think the reason that is is the first thing someone's going to say is, "I can define it." Yeah, Absolutely. and then that's and what then he can, can do the whole Mino dialogue. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. No, yeah. no, no. But he never says it at the beginning. He does not tell him that. Mino ever. has already claimed well, that he's he got knows to figure the that definition out. and tries to do that. No, and then no, Socrates he, goes, "Oh, is it pokes hole, pokes hole, pokes no, hole?" Because the whole time, until he's just, it just feels like Socrates wants more than anything to be impish and and revel yes, in the is, ability to continue to people up instead of actually trying to teach them anything. Do you know what Socrates was referred to as in Athens? Uh-oh. He was referred to as the gadfly, that thing that bites uh, bite? like a, a horse's ass, and the reason they yes. spin their tails, that's what he was like called ubiquitously. He, he, you were people. just a fucking little asshole who was just going around and making trouble and like annoying people. God damn, we're fucking so gonna, I, oh, no, God, I'm gonna kill I, you. I am pro Socrates in in a lot of this. Like I actually like him and I enjoy it. Like I, I can tell that he's being impish and whatever. I a hundred percent get why during that interaction. Anitas is like, I'm a fucking accuse you of fucking bullshit. I'm so ready to kill you. And he just like, I get it 100%. Well, no, I, like I, don't, I don't like that because then but Socrates I get wins. He's being, what? Because then Socrates wins if he gets Anitas exactly. to accuse him. <laughs> I mean, and, Corey, I, I feel like it's, I'm okay to tell you this because we're two and a half millennia afterward, but Socrates <laughs> did win because no one knows yeah. the word. No one knows the Nobody name Anitas, but a lot of people know the name do. Socrates. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's just, it's shit like the, uh, Socrates. like the way that I spoke split up the dialogue has at the beginning he the very first thing he tells me is like oh well you know we we can't talk about whether you can teach somebody virtue if we don't know what virtue is we don't even know what we it is yeah. half of the damn thing which taylor called short but is 20 some 30 some pages long which to yeah, me and brian at least pages. is very long we were like for, oh my um, god a reading project for this podcast this is a trip yeah <laughs> yeah so he's been lunch half it. the time trying to define virtue and he's like all right we can't define it so let's talk about if we can teach it it's like why didn't you that was his question from the beginning (laughs) it was one of the questions um because socrates agrees uh, halfway through like you know what it's really not because i don't think socrates comes in it so sure as i said earlier i think there is because he believes in the dialogue which is literally like logos words between two people um so there is an understanding that come that there is some sort of understanding that can be come to in dialogue itself. But he's like, all right, well, this isn't really working. We're not really defining virtue because you're really not answering the questions. You know, you keep like saying this other shit. So let's let's try this from a different tact. If virtue is a thing, it should be teachable. Things that are actually if it, things no, if like it derives skill, from knowledge. If it derives if it from derives, knowledge, you're, you're it should right. be if it, teachable. If it derives from knowledge, it can be teachable. In the same things. way that if you want your stu- if you want your son to be a good doctor, you send him to a good doctor, and doctors teach doctoring mm-hmm. because doctors doctor. Yeah. Shoe- yes. And same with shoemakers. And, uh, yeah. and that whole line of logic that he has, I cannot. I have so much trouble with because very, he does. Well, he does teaches <laughs> medicine, but medical professionals. No, he does a. a lot of if a the then internet. b without proving a to me. He does that all the time. Like one of his big ideas well, he, is that uh, knowledge without teachers or pupils is not teachable. Like something isn't teachable if there aren't teachers teaching it and there aren't pupils learning it, which is so stupid because there are so many things that have not been invented in that time that are teachable and just nobody's teaching them yet because nobody knows them yet. So do we know what virtue is now? <laughs> <laughs> and if you think that I'm some Mino motherfucker that is going to fall for all of your question traps, you have another thing coming. I'm an um, American child. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> a goddamn treasure. I don't need to listen to some Greek fat ugly asshole who just asks me questions all the time. Oh, by the way, Socrates fucked 
uh, this guy named Alcibiades for a long time. Jesus. And he was apparently gorgeous. Like, oh, chubby, <laughs> pug-nosed Socrates just had himself a little dime piece yeah. hanging but around. I don't feel good about he was a general... I read this. I get why people would smash. I get I it. I don't get it's, it. He's smart. No, I mean, it's, I don't. I see. I've just, you know, what it is is I've, Dude, I've, you know, what's so- had too many conversations with Taylor where he uses this method, and I'm utterly unconvinced by it. No matter oh, how wasted what, we are, you know what is so funny? You know what is so funny? I first of all, there was literally a time where you two were having not this discussion, but this type of discussion, and I was sitting there. I was like half dead, like you know, when we'd been partying and stuff, and I was just sitting there watching, and I'm like, oh my god, nobody's registering. Oh my god. They're just, oh my God. Oh, and so I read this and I'm like, I had flagged fucking like PTSD flashbacks from this. I'm like, so you're shit. a nidus. But the other, no, I'm not because I didn't jump in and fucking get so pissed off that I wanted to murder one of you. Um, I, <laughs> well, yeah. I feel but like the other thing, the first half of this, the other thing that immediately came to mind with this, and it's, I'm, it's, we're dis- Jorge and I disagree on this in regard. I 100% get what Plato was talking about and uh, fucking Mino did not and I was like this is Man Ray and Patrick with a fucking wallet <laughs> <laughs> the first half was Can that please explain he that goes, for everybody he goes oh so, okay so, oh my god if there is not so, the meme of that exact so of this like just lines from Mino in this we have to make that meme please so, god OC so, so uh, in one of the episodes of the absolute hit series Spongebob Squarepants the evil Man Ray is trying to or is being taught to be a hero by SpongeBob and Patrick. SpongeBob is teaching him to, like, uh, Patrick drops his wallet, and the idea is that Man Ray gives the wallet back to Patrick and, instead of just stealing it. So he goes, Man Ray God, picks it up and he goes, Sir, is this your wallet? Or he goes, Sir, you dropped your wallet. And he goes, Uh huh. And he goes, Here, take it back. He goes, That's not my wallet. And he goes, But I saw it drop from your your pocket and he goes okay so take it no it's not my wallet it's just okay and he opens it up is this your driver's license <laughs> yes and it says your name in it right yes and he goes and it's in this wallet right and he goes yes so this is your wallet and he just goes no and man starts freaking out <laughs> oh that was it, it was an indirect version because mino is caught like socrates is just going what is virtue like as virtue as a concept? And Mino is like doing this for this guy and this for that guy. And he's like, okay, those are a bunch of different types of virtues and things. Like, is it is that virtue or a virtue? And he's like, well, it's a virtue. And he goes, okay. So if I go and he eventually gets down to it, he's like, okay, what's shape? And he's like, I don't know if I can know. And he's like, okay, if I say roundness, is that shape or a shape? And he's like, that's a shape. And he's like, and there's a bunch of different shapes, right? There's straight, there's triangle, there's rectangle, there's circle, right? All these different fucking things, but they're not shape, right? I'm looking for the same thing with virtue. And Mino uh-huh. just goes, it's like desiring good things. Like, oh my fucking God. Like, it's just, so yeah. one, one, I, I don't love that analogy because that's indicating that like things can always be brought down to such a simplistic, like direct point, something like there it's the argument is that Mino understands what virtue is, so yes. he is proving he should that he at least, doesn't know what it he is. He should at least very well understand what Socrates is trying to say. Which is why personally I think 
I don't for a second believe that Mino is a real person unless he was literally hit <laughs> by a big old he's, rock as a baby. He's literally <laughs> Mino is literally a real Thessalian. We have no, we it's, have I'm, but I'm talking about in this um, dialogue. Oh, he's probably made oh, a character. So oh, I get what you're saying because I agree with you in this one. Like Mino's a big old yeah dummy dummy, dummy rock boy. Yes, he is. He Patrick. is a dummy he dummy absolute... rock boy. Uh, but there, and sometimes Socrates seems to like win as he seems to like win here. But there are other dialogues where Socrates gets fucking wrecked, just blown out of the water. <laughs> like, and it's so clear, like from start to finish, that Socrates just gets destroyed. There's another dialogue. Now, what called does Socrates the do when he gets destroyed? Like, how does he react That's a to good that? Question. So, um, there's a. It's a later dialogue for Plato, but it takes place earlier in Socrates's life, when he's when Socrates is a young man and he's starting uh, to come writing up prequels with his when ideas. he's out of ideas. I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's starting to come up with this idea of forms, and an older. Uh, so the, all the philosophers of Greece that come before Socrates are called pre-Socratics, um, mm. and there's this philosopher huh. named Parmenides whose idea was there is only the whole. There is no difference. It's just linguistic difference. You can't go, if you run your finger across a table, you can't go off the table because you're at not table and not being can't exist. That's a contradiction. So there's no difference between on the table and off the table. Therefore, everything is a singular whole, whatever. So we'll we'll ignore Parmenides' philosophy, but he takes uh, Socrates to town. And, you know, Parmenides says, like, oh, okay, so you, you saw that several things are beautiful, but they're beautiful in different ways. So you abstracted that there is beauty itself. That's a nice idea. And you call these things the form. And Socrates goes, uh-huh. And Parmenides <laughs> says, now, can you tell me what the form, and, and that all these forms are something high and divine. And Socrates goes, uh-huh. <laughs> and Parmenides says, can you tell me what the form of mud is? And Socrates goes, what? Well, no, like, obviously there are different varieties of mud and dirt and viscera and shit. Can you tell me what the form of, like, disgusting is? And Socrates, wait, what? Wait, hold on. No, that, these things are supposed to go like, well, no, and so, like, Parmenides, and he does, and Socrates just kind of goes like, oh, shit, you really gave me a lot to think about there. <laughs> yeah, just, no, I, like, I, I find it very uncompelling because we have never once been able to have a discussion with anybody where even when we beg, like, hey, please just answer this question, yes or no. They're like, N- I'm not going to answer it because I know what you're doing and it's <laughs> not going to work. Things are more complicated than yes or no questions sometimes. Uh, yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. And it, it and takes I mean, a long time to, you know, like, okay, no, I don't want a yes or no question. Yeah, I want no, you to explain he, you know, how you came to your answer. completely robotic and fake the whole time and he just fucking let Socrates set him up over and over again. The whole time I'm like, Mino, you know, why can you not see what he's, he's doing, doing to you? Throw a counter. Like, obviously, dude, he's get doing off the you. It is kind for 30 of a pages and, over and over again. How do you not It is kind of a Lucy and Charlie counter. Brown situation where, you know, Lucy <laughs> sets up the football and Charlie Brown rocks and falls right back down. Mino. Yeah, and uh, I, I might feel better about it if Socrates wasn't such a huge asshole the whole time because uh, fucking Anita or whatever his name is shows up. Anitas. Yeah, he gets him like obviously real mad because he's being completely unfair with the way <laughs> he's speaking to him. Sir. And then he just turns to Mino <laughs> and he's like, yo, I think I made this dude mad. Like, yeah, check out how mad he is. It's probably because he's a complete Anita. idiot like you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, so he's that- trying to... <laughs> That brings us up to another uh, another nice little bit of Plato. Um, is that Plato Socrates uh, from Plato's description hates what are called the sophists. Yes, what, the what sophists are the sophists? 
Okay, so the sophist is someone in Greece, um, like Protagoras Soft. or someone like Gorgias, oh. who both have their own dialogues. Um, but they're people who taught young men how to speak well, how to make convincing arguments, and how to address like the court. Um, like English how teachers. To... And that's that's what it is, because frankly, they are university professors, <laughs> like people you pay to like, teach you how to make stuff sound good. Um, which is so funny that English people... I find, like, when I talk to philosophy majors, like, yeah, of course, we all have read Plato. I talk to English majors, like, no, I've never read Plato. I'm like, huh, oh, I wonder if there's a connection between these two <laughs> things. <laughs> it's so and, bizarre how that happened. Yeah, it's so strange that Socrates hates the people who exactly resemble our profession. <laughs> so, uh, but the sophists, yeah, we're like rhetoric teachers. Uh, so they mentioned at the beginning of the Mino Gorgias, who we do have some stuff that survives of him. And he has some like really beautiful things to say about like the nature of virtue, the nature of rhetoric. I kept calling um, him gorgeous, by the way. He is gorgeous. He's like, exactly. Gorgeous. Damn it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's basically what a sophist is. And for, for Socrates and for Plato by extension, the, the, the kind of the, the critique that you were leveling against Socrates is exactly what Socrates says of the sophist. Like, no, no, you're just playing around with words. You're not getting to any sort of substance. And what Socrates is interested in is like, well, okay, well, there's got to be something behind these words. Like, these words are cluing us into some greater truth. It's not like, oh, I owned you right there, therefore I'm right. Well, no, maybe there's a rightness behind what both of us are saying, and we need to get to that. Like, we need to work together dialogically, mm-hmm. not, you know, I'm going to own the libs not, here. Not yeah, you know, a bunch of Greek rap so battles. Strictly to how they've defined words that it makes it hard. Like, there's a, there's a duality and a paradoxical nature to the way Buddhist philosophy works that is, like, completely absent in these. I mean, I, I know it's... Still later? I think there is a paradoxical nature to how the Platonic dialogue works because what we have to remember is Plato is setting both of these things up and then it's not clear that Socrates wins. It's clear that Mino no, loses, but, the, but it's not it's clear a, that Socrates a, wins. Mino takes a hard L. Completely different paradox going on there because he's he's trying to use a paradox to show them why he can't be sure of what he's saying is right because he's saying if this thing that yeah. is opposite is right, then the opposite of it can't possibly be right. Whereas in Buddhist philosophy, now, it is they are both right in a way. Yeah, I, I, now I disagree. What I think that uh, what I think that Mino shows us is that we don't know what virtue is at the end of it, but we know what it's not. Sure, and it's in the same way that well, you, you can't say what the Tao is, but you can say what it's not. You can, yeah, that, uh, I, I, you, for sure about the Tao, but I, I don't know if they've actually even said what virtue isn't here. I think we sure they did. By the end of the dialogue, we know it's not knowledge itself. Knowledge and virtue are somehow different, and we know that because like knowledge is teachable. Yeah, but but virtue doesn't seem to be teachable. I said I was not convinced by his argument about what the definition of teachable and non-teachable is. Okay, so so give me this one. If uh, you can prove that something is a type of knowledge, if you can teach it to somebody else, right? I I don't know that for sure. If I have if I have uh, something and I claim it to be a thing and I can teach you that thing, I've transferred to you a type of knowledge, right? That's how knowledge works. Sure. Like you transfer it from one person to the other. Somebody it's kills like, something and shows to somebody else, and that is how you gain new information, which is knowledge in right. that sort of form. So regardless of the temporal problems, uh, if knowledge is already kind of in the mix, if someone has that knowledge, it should be able to be transferred to somebody else. Now, I don't, I don't agree with that. It work that way. So... So if, Why don't you agree with that? Because there you tell are, me a type are, of knowledge that cannot be taught? So there are more technical skills that require just knowledge, like understanding, for example, how 
programming languages work or how more sophisticated systems work that at times cannot be taught to people. You can try to teach really? them. There in, are no teachers of, uh, of computer languages. There are. No, no. You can teach. It's like sometimes it can't be taught to every last person, you know? But it can be taught to oh, someone. But that's not so what then, Socrates says. Yeah. Socrates doesn't say that it can be taught to everyone. That He simply says that knowledge is that which can be transferred between teachers and a students. Person, that yeah. there are teachers and there are learners. Not that everyone is a teacher or not that there are not some that teachers and everyone can learn a potential or learner. Teach, yeah. But there are teachers and there are learners of this. In the same way for computer languages, for com- complex, higher order okay, well, then, computer then languages, I, I there something... are teachers, there are sure, learners. I have more, some, something more extract abstract you know uh-huh so <laughs> extract certainly taylor you know you have a knowledge of what it is like to be yourself uh no i actually have an experience of it the knowledge of what i am myself is something that i look for that's what therapy yeah, but you have for. a you have a knowledge of what it feels like to be you what do you mean i gotta just no th- i i would disagree with that you have an absolute what, knowledge of what it feels like to be you you're the only one that could possibly feel it you were the one you feeling felt, it well you you felt something yes and you have a knowledge that of what knowledge that feels that you like. teach no 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 that's just a feeling in this regard that would just be an experience you, a thing that is so felt, you tell me you don't that would be a sense that would be a sense it would not be a knowledge you have no if if regards it might be a wisdom in this sense of a divine nature that is given down by the gods <laughs> okay so but certainly I have I'm, I'm being dead serious. I, 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 it is hilarious but i'm kind of being serious you can see similar arguments in which we'd get to the same idea of course what i would say and i'm trying to like in the spirit of the dialogue say what i have a knowledge of is i have a knowledge of several transferable facts i can tell you what i am i can tell you my likes and dislikes but i can't necessarily give you a knowledge of what it is to be myself because i don't think i possess my knowledge itself i don't know what the totality of all of these things together is in a way that i can like give to give myself to give to another transferable argument also that you learned how to express those things like you were taught what a like and a dislike is, and yeah, then you and can I transfer those. those. Things exactly. To yeah. Exactly. No. No. That's what I'm, like. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I mean. I think there's. there's still, <laughs> without going just, down a, a very long rabbit uh, hole. An eight. This is the first eight-hour episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, listeners, buckle up. Yeah. Buckle we're about to do up this an hour right ago, now. But, we're gonna solve philosophy right fucking now. What I starting with horror. What I will say that I for sure disagree with that we were just doing, in fact, is trying to use anecdotal evidence to to prove something, which research has shown is like really unreliable. And so you've touched on something that I think that Plato does without the benefit of is he he discards anecdotal evidence as well. He doesn't like that. Well, my experience is what I was told by Gorgias, my experience is, you know, these are the different virtues of people. He says, like, no, 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 but there's something apart from what you're, what, you know, these various ways that you've encountered virtue is. There is something behind it. There's something objective. Granted, Plato takes that to the forms, but he's looking for the same thing, I think. He looks for the non-anecdotal because he knows that that's not substantive, and that's what he presses in the dialogue. In this dialogue? Yeah, absolutely. Because well, every time I mean, that Mino like says, like Socrates, all the time asks him, like, "Oh, yeah, no, prove this to me by telling me one person who, like, demonstrates this or does not demonstrate this or whatever." Not in every argument. Uh, I think when he starts out, he starts with. Um, so after Mino starts with that, can you tell me Socrates can a virtue be taught, etc.? He begins with, "Oh God, 
I knew you guys were good horsemen, you Thessalians. I didn't realize you also knew what virtue was. How about you tell me about virtue? And he's so shitty about it. And he's so, well, this is something that uh, I've been thinking about writing for a long time is uh, the theatricality of Plato, that it's not just we read these things objectively. There is like a theatrical mood that's happening with Plato where Socrates, I think uh, Brian said it earlier, like Socrates is really sarcastic at a lot of this shit. Like, oh, okay, you you know something. How about you tell me about what you think someone said to you that's right? And then he, you know, shows in that this anecdotal evidence always collapse on itself. All right, so you're gonna stop. You're gonna stop using this anecdotal <laughs> evidence and like tell <laughs> so me what the fuck virtue is itself. God damn it! You gotta fucking tell me what the goddamn thing is is itself. What's the objective thing behind all of these experiences of virtue? That's. I also really like to defend Plato because it's like it's yeah. a very weird yeah. and hard position to take, and it's not it's not true. But I think it's important to like do this. I yeah. I mean, I think the. The the position of defending Plato is is very easy to take, you know. It's, you have a no, no, you have I a agree. whole in lot of writing to support way. it. it in an abstract yeah. way. So, so that yeah. also and I, also, I, I, dude, Plato if, if we're gonna have a if we're gonna have a conversation, all you gotta do is pull Socrates' sweet moves and just keep asking questions, dude. Exactly. Yeah. yeah anybody who can think on their toes fast enough can pull that. Yeah, but the thing is, Socrates already did that. So everyone <laughs> yeah, else yeah, who does right. it is done. Like he's the guy who did it. No, it he's is the guy, guy who's the he's the first person who did it. Yeah, Amazon's a really easy concept. It's just buying stuff online, but Jeff Bezos is the guy who did, did it. Did it. So well, he no, gets he's the a, credit. He's a for fucking it. psycho genius. That's actually a little well, different. And that's what um, I think Socrates I'm is. I think he's the psycho genius. Yeah, I was gonna say from the description we've gotten here, <laughs> psycho genius <laughs> applies I'd, really I'd, hard. I don't know, man. I would slap that sticker on his I fat think, ugly I ass. Think he, in a if heartbeat. anything, it's more props for him just being the first to do it. <laughs> well, so Socrates yes. oh, you has just got a couple first. of. Fuck you! Everybody else is going to do it. <laughs> Socrates talks a lot about. Uh, we have that famous aphorism of his: "Know thyself." What we forget about it is that Socrates never knows himself. Yeah. <laughs> the other one that we often forget is the only thing that I know for sure is that I I, I know I don't nothing. know. Dick. I don't yeah, know like, a goddamn yeah. thing. So let's just figure this out because I don't know where this is going. Let's just do this. Yeah. I also think that helped me um, be more okay with Socrates' side in this because I was taking that, like, thought process into it of he was, like, he's definitely being a sarcastic asshole, but he is legitimately also going, like, I don't have a fucking answer for you. Why don't you tell me what yours is and I'll see, like, what fucking falls out of it if there's anything of merit. Because he he finds stuff... But he, he has well, an no, opinion. You can feel he has well, an opinion the whole goes, time. Well, because the thought process, he's it's going. Interpretation. It's a valid he's interpretation. He's going. He even goes, I know a couple. He's like, there are a few things I know, and I know a few things. But he's like, he still goes in like, I don't fucking know this. And it's a little arrogant where he's like, why would this fucking jabroni know what virtue is if I don't know what virtue is? So he's like, fine, Mr. Man. Let's see what you got, <laughs> and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> so I, he, like. Yeah. So what I wanted to, one of the things I wanted to ask, reading these things is um, the the format, the idea that Plato puts us with two different philosophical ideas. So mm-hmm. like yes, well, I guess in this one, like yeah, you know, there's a lot of different virtues. There's a virtue to this. There's a virtue of that. You know, depending on where you are, you wear a different hat, which is I think though Mino doesn't defend it well, perfectly valid. Um, oh yeah. And then we have this really strange argument from Socrates, but 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 this idea we don't see this in philosophy a lot, where you give 
credence to two different forms of the argument. You just kind of usually later writers just say like, this is the nature of this. This is how like mm-hmm. language works. This is the sign and the signifier. Like John Paul Sartre doesn't go through like, yes, some people have said that the imprint of the soul is such and such. Like, he goes like, no, 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 this is how no, it fucking This works. is the there's, fucking thing. Yeah. There's words and then there's the things that words represent and there's their idea what the words mean. Yeah, fuck it. That's that's my thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's but what it. Do we Check, think please. Of, I'm out of here. Like, Yeah. What, what do we think of this idea that Plato... Uh, like dramatizes two different sides, and I know in this dialogue he doesn't it's, dramatize yeah, this, it well. This one is yeah, a bit I, of I, a, I did not see two different sides. This, this is a lean. <laughs> this is a uh, t- finger on thumb on the scale one side. Um, but I do actually appreciate the form. I I will probably because the thing you gave me is the complete works. I will probably read another one. Yeah. See, I don't know if I. I'm going to sit there going, oh, my God, stop saying the and without and with hat. Like, those fucking, the way, I hate that shit. Um, I'll find a better translator for that. I'm yeah. such a, like, modernist. I'm so, like, all of these lines I translated into modern speak, even though, I mean, no, it's literally the same language, but, like, just the form and the words and how things oh, are it, said. Like, into I, non-fucking like, gibberish. E- exactly, exactly. Like So I, I have the Greek text here. And the reason it's not it's not the translator's fault at a certain point. There are times where Socrates will say the same word in various different uh, grammatical forms because Greek is a syntactical, mm-hmm. not a analytic language. Like it has okay. cases rather than like how we do. We have right. words that modify words. Okay. And okay. So he does sound a little Doctor Seussy at times. <laughs> so Amino says like, "I'm I'm real confused about what you're saying right now." We read it in we read it in English and like, oh, it's because Socrates is so philosophical. Like, no. And it, when you read it in Greek, it's like, no, because he's fucking cat in the hatting you. <laughs> Absolutely confusing. Like, and I didn't think I didn't think Mino was like that dumb. They did not understand what was going on. Most like, there's a few key points where he's like uh, i didn't really get what you meant there can you explain it a little bit differently and i could probably pick it up and socrates <laughs> is like oh yeah goes, dude, no problem yeah. like this is what i meant and he's like yeah, yeah i get yeah, yeah. that yeah i totally agree with you and he's like are you sure and it's like no me no again no keep asking questions back just lucy question lucy marks, setting Mino, up the keep... football lucy is setting up the football and he's <laughs> gonna charlie brown <laughs> right into that football well, the whole time anytime you know ask a question back to him he's like oh you rascal asking he's questions like, oh, really? of me <laughs> i know it's like oh, oh you oh you prince of thieves you <laughs> i love that it's like dude she's I, it's banging such a shut up already it's such a <laughs> Just have sex, Jesus. Um, I loved, I loved him going. Um, but but I actually got this as more of a back and forth than your just him being a complete shitlord because he was going, "What's a virtue? Like, tell me what virtue is itself." And Mina would just do the like, blob, nothing wrong, nothing, no answer, no answer, everything gets her. And then he's like, "No, but tell me, can it be taught?" This and he goes. Oh my God, you fucking kids are just so, oh, I'm a little spoiled, whatever. I always get what I want. So you're trying to drive this conversation. I'm not going to let you do it. Here's another question, you idiot. And then it's just like, he goes from there. I'm like, I appreciate it, but it is such a shitbird tactic yeah, no, because he's he, just like, oh, you're trying to ask moi a question, you little boy. The, the few t- I ask the question. The two times Mino mm-hmm. gets close to making a good point, Socrates completely sideskirts it, yes. shits on him, Absolutely. and then re-controls the conversation. He fucking just, abs- fucking Mino's going for the layup, and he's just, Socrates <laughs> right there, 
bang right off the backboard just sends it back to the fucking midcourt which like, surprise which legit is well, it is it is a valid fucking criticism of yeah, specific, totally. especially in this dialogue yeah. like of Socrates it, it works great yeah. if we're just trying to roast each other but now when I'm trying to read a philosophic dialogue I was going to say as an entertaining thing it's wonderful I want him to do that all the time if this is for just if it's just a playwright thing I would watch this yeah. play 80 times over if it was only Socrates slams so but. apocryphally <laughs> right like Plato was a playwright uh, yeah. before he met Socrates and they they get into in later di- in some other dialogues they get into why poets are bad poets meaning like anyone who writes poetry anyone who writes stories anyone who writes plays like they're all bad they're all deceiving you it's all wrong all you got to do is do the goddamn dialogue and so it's so funny that Plato the playwright you know, Homer burns is all of his plays and then blind. writes plays of yeah, the dialogue like later like, in his life some okay. metatextual shit. <laughs> just... Okay, so how, how are we feeling about this? I, I would like to ask separately, are we friends on philosophy and are we friends on this particular dialogue? What do you mean by philosophy? I just guess just philosophy in general. That's what are we changing the episode name? Well, no, like the idea like Dude, yeah. that's all we got. We didn't spend more time talking. That's we a good point. Po- damn it. <laughs> Well, let's take. You guys want to take that quick second, really quick, just to because I asked you guys that question at the beginning. I don't know if I necessarily got an answer, but like, what is your relationship to philosophy? I can answer that. Um, I'm. I am definitely. I think I am a Mino, but I I like it a lot. So I just run into that fucking wall head first over and over again until I make some progress. Um. Because I can think about stuff enough, and I, I actually I very much prefer a dialogue over just reading, you know, stuff. Um, so I'm very much with Socrates in that regard, and I love to just ask questions that inevitably troll the shit out of people. Uh, that's really my relationship with philosophy. Although I think I'm a big dummy with it. Um, I really like philosophy. I do like asking trolling questions for fun, not for philosophy. Uh, I do actually like reading things that aren't dialogues and a lot of like the. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like nihilist, and Epicurean, and all those other random things. From like I have that. Uh, the Camus Myth of Sisyphus fucking sitting around here somewhere that I have to read. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of that. I'm a big fan of like Buddhist philosophy. I don't know if they always <laughs> call it philosophy, but you know how I feel about that. Yes. Uh, but I also, a lot of the reason I don't agree with a lot of those older philosophies is I think psychology research should have a, a very large effect on what we think about some of these things and and the fact that there's not that element in the discussion yeah no and it's like so probably, i think it's like yeah. totally interesting to read but when it comes to like modern ideas of of what we should actually consider to be like proper like well researched and thought out opinions or not i think psychology research and other types of research need to have a like, place there logic and rhetoric definitely should be taken from these things but yeah. like having the actual like quote meat like the flesh of it the actual like guts of the thing mm-hmm. as in psychology should inform that logic and ret like yeah. you should use those in your well, points like to make them yeah modern exactly. ideas on language and you get a better understanding of how you yeah. can actually Bingo. define yeah, virtue and you look at you compare that to ideas in psychology of how you teach something and you can come down to a much more reasonable answer not not to say that sure. this should have obviously yeah. had anything to do with that but like when yes. people are well, talking about the same logic, as if yeah. it's still true, you know, I don't like that. So I, oh, I agree sure. with no, no, you. No, yeah. I agree with you, and uh, I agree with you entirely. Uh, <laughs> that I agree with as, you know, as knowledge progresses in a sort of way, like the shape of the shape of philosophy changes. But mm-hmm. I think what Plato is 
worth and the reason that he's still read is he sets up a lot of the basic questions, which are continually being reinformed by Mm -hmm. things like, you know, psychological research, science, science, uh, which in itself comes from a Latin word meaning knowledge, just saying. There we go. Um, But I think some of these basic questions, like what does it mean to be a good person? is something that we all ask ourselves. Uh, what There are later dialogues like, how do words work? Which <laughs> like, is still something that we ask ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. with science, like we, the reason that we look into this shit is because I think a lot of these questions are posed by here. When they say that all philosophy is footnotes on Plato, it doesn't mean that Plato had it and that we're just kind of adding extra stuff. It's just saying, like, okay, Plato really did set up some of these, the found, yeah, these like, basic arguments and like uh-huh. we're, there's a lot more to say about them. It's the skeleton and, and we're going, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. We'll move this around, we'll move this, we'll get here, we'll be like, exactly. Yeah. And so, I, I, so I read a lot of modern theory, uh, a modern literary theory and modern you know, philosophy and a lot of it, you know, it's well past um, like sort of these questions and does grapple with, okay, so we have this whole bulk of data. What do we do with it? Like how to, what is the appropriate way to interpret it? Um, now that I know that the brain works in this way, how does mm-hmm. this change this what, or that question? That answer, yeah, um, exactly. So, you know, it, it's, it's cool. Um, so the yeah. question so, of philosophy. Yes. I think, I don't know. I think we, we all enjoy this sort of talk. Yes. Uh, you know, like, talking about what we know and sharing with each other what we know and our problems with what the other knows and gaps that might be mm-hmm. filled by what the other person knows. I think on the topic of philosophy, we are a million percent friends. Mm-hmm. I agree. On the topic of philosophy. What yes. about the Mino? The, the Mino, <laughs> I feel like... Well, I actually don't know because Taylor might have just been playing Devil's Avocado the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, Taylor's on one end, I'm on the other, and Brian's so in the good. middle. Doing a little dance, so I don't, I don't know. I'm doing no. Dance. Ultimately, we need another like eight hour discussion to come down. On I'm, the I'm sure, sure anything we're gonna oh. read, but oh, perfect. So we know. <laughs> we'll just say I don't know. It's the fucking gods or some shit that we're friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not up to us. It's, it's up, up to the, the gods, gods will decide whether we're friends on the it Socratically. Uh, I don't know if they're sowing discontent amongst potential friends. That's the devil, dude. No, that's Greek gods. And there are. That's 100% yeah, that's Greek, Greek gods. gods. No, you know well, what I mean? There, like, is, yeah, there, yeah, is yeah. The, there is the Manichaean heresy um, in Christianity, which identifies the Satan, the devil, Hasatan, as like the force of evil which is equal to god which you know the church shut that shit down but yeah, it, there is a heresy which claims something like that okay i did appreciate in this that people were going like oh by zeus or by heracles really yeah like and i'm like i'm like, like, by zeus zeus so cool. all I love it. Like, the time <laughs> like i believe in zeus any less than i believe in god so <laughs> just gonna switch it, it up it was just cool i don't know it was cool yeah if it wouldn't make um, me a total yeah. loser i might start saying that yeah, you would be a complete <laughs> dork. We would roast you mercilessly, a la yeah, Socrates. Um, I'm gonna say to to just you know just settle down on the fence I'm sitting on. I'm gonna say we're maybe friends on the Mino. <laughs> yeah, it's it's to be discussed. We leave it up to the gods for now. I exactly. To be discussed. We leave it up to the gods. I I think that's a perfect way to end us off here. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to a rather philosophical episode of Are We Friends? You can, as always, find us on the World Wide Web at r-we-friends.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore are we friends, all one word. 
And, Let us you know, know if we're right or wrong or what you agree with oh, yeah. on social media. Oh, my God. There's never been somewhere that I am so sure that people know exactly what they're talking about <laughs> in internet comments. So please tell us, as I'm sure you will, exactly how we're wrong be, on everything that we've said. To be fair, if you're on the fence about saying something, you probably know more than I do, at least. So Correct. So come roast. Come roast away. You know, yeah. Come roast and we'll talk to you online. I'll roast back. I'll gear well, up. Well, I was going to say, we'll come after right you. If, you. if you try the shit, we'll come after you. <laughs> I have been your benumbed, torpedo-fished uh, co-host, Taylor. I have been the man whose wallet this is not, Brian. And I have and still am just Jorge. <laughs> or are you? We'll find out next week. Thank you, guys.